Welcome to Behold, a podcast for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 43. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 43. I am so glad that you are with me today. This week, it's kind of a surprise for those of you who are following along live as this comes out because I'm releasing this episode early. And the reason that I'm doing that is because this episode is all about Lent, and I want to make sure to give you a little extra time to help yourself prepare as you're getting ready for Lent this year. Okay. But first, before we dive in, I wanted to remind you of two things. First, if you want access to the Behold worksheets, for example, there is a really great worksheet today to help you prepare for Lent, then those are available by clicking the link in the show notes, and then you click sign up under Behold. So there's two icons, there's a Behold and a Beckoned, and you click sign up under Behold, and you will have access to all the worksheets I've talked about in previous episodes, including today's worksheet. And you also have access to all of the episodes and I have some workshops that are going to be coming up and you will also have access to those when you sign up in that Behold part of the website. My second reminder to you was that the Beckoned membership is currently open and I have a lot of fun things planned for Lent, a lot of things to help you bring you closer to the Lord in this season. So if you're listening to this episode today and you're like, man, I really want to dive into this work, then Beckoned is definitely for you because I have courses and group coaching and faith studies and so much more. It's a monthly membership. You get access to all of the content as long as you're a member. The content does not go away, so you don't have to worry that you have to scramble to do everything all at once. You move at your own pace for what is right for you. And the membership price actually will be going up as of March 2nd. And so, but anybody in the program before that time, We'll be grandfathered in and we'll get this the lowest price that we are going to ever be so if this is something you're interested in this is a really great time to join all right today today we are going to talk about lent and how you're approaching the season and how you can show up differently this year than you have in years past but let's start with a prayer in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen come holy spirit come into our hearts and our minds help us to prepare for this season. In your infinite wisdom, you have called us to this season of Lent, to this season of penance and reparation, to a season where we can stop focusing on the world and focus on you instead. In a season where we start to look inward, to notice where we have, where we've failed, where we've sinned, and make reparation for those sins. We're so grateful for your grace and mercy, for your forgiveness, for your willingness to treat us like your your children, that we always get another chance. Help us to use this chance in this season to bring about your glory. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, so whenever I want to dive into liturgical living a little bit deeper, I always read things from Kendra Tierney, okay? She does Catholic all year. So if you are looking for more Lenten resources, more information on Lent or anything liturgical living related, I would definitely recommend Catholic all year. Also, if you're looking for fun activities for your kids, 
to help bring Lent more into the forefront of their lives and their minds, I would go to Catholic Icing or to Catholic Sprouts. Both have a lot of wonderful resources for kids. Okay, with that being said, Lent is the season that immediately precedes Easter. It has 40 days. It goes from Ash Wednesday through Easter, but the Sundays don't count because Sundays are always feast days, so we don't fast on Sundays. So that's how we get the 40 days. It is a penitential season, and we focus on three main areas during this season. We focus on fasting, almsgiving, and prayer. And we do this because we are called to. As Luke says in 13.5, unless you do penance, you shall likewise perish. We are called to these three penances specifically because when we sin, we offend God, we offend our neighbor, and we need to, oh, we offend God, we offend our neighbor, and we offend ourselves. And so prayer helps bring us back to God. It makes reparation with God. Almsgiving helps to make reparation with our neighbor. And fasting is a way to teach ourselves the consequence of our sin. It's a way to discipline ourselves into not falling into sin again. So what we do during Lent isn't arbitrary or just some made up, hey, let's do these three good, good works. It actually is something that is going to help us turn back to the Lord, turn back to the path he has designed for us to help us to get to heaven. So let's break down these three areas a little bit and see how we can approach them differently this Lent. Let's start with fasting. Fasting is abstaining from things that are of comfort to us. <clears throat> so what does the church actually require for a Lenten fast? The church actually requires that those 14 and up fast from meat on Fridays during Lent and on Ash Wednesday. Ages 18 to 59 are also required to fast on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday by having one full meal and two small meals not equaling a full meal. The church also requires that we attend Mass on all Sundays and Easter through Lent. That's it. That is all the church actually requires of us for Lent. But the church, in her, in her beauty, gives us this fasting, almsgiving, and prayer to focus on so that we can focus in on what's important and make reparation during this penitential season. So even though we're only required that small amount of fasting, dating back to the very early church, additional fasts tend to be made by Christians. Interestingly, as I was researching for this episode, I learned that the point of penitential fasting is actually not to give up a sinful habit. Some people you know, will give up lying or using foul language because, but that actually isn't the kind of Lenten fast in the spirit. It isn't in the spirit of what the Lenten fast is to be because the point of this kind of fast, fasting is actually self-denial, taking away an unnecessary pleasure in reparation for our sins. We should, the reason that it's not that we don't give up saying the Lord's name in vain, using foul language, lying, is because we're supposed to be giving that up every day. We're supposed to be trying to live our life without sin. The fasting that we're doing during Lent is to help lead us to God, to turn to God, to, to um, turn away from the world, turn away from those comforts, to grow in holiness. Okay? So I think the important takeaway from all of this is that we choose to fast or abstain from something that 
we can replace with God. We can put him as the focus instead of the world as the focus. And then that way the season will grow a lot closer to him. So I do have a worksheet for this week. And in the worksheet, there's a place where you can declare your Lenten plans for this year. And you can post this up in your home or put it in your journal or keep it with your calendar. But it really is a good idea to write down what you're going to do so you can read it regularly and remind yourself what you're doing for Lent and why. Also in this worksheet, you will find a list of possible things that you might want to give up. I know that if you, well, a lot of people like to give up chocolate. And if you've been giving up chocolate for the last 20 years, you may have a hard time of thinking anything else. And maybe giving up chocolate is just the exact thing that you need, but I would still pray about it and make sure that that is still what God is calling you to give up this year. A few other ideas include giving up your snooze button in the morning, giving up warm showers, giving up social media, giving up eating in front of the TV, or giving up not doing the dishes immediately after a meal. Some people even like to give up their pillow. The list is long, but you are not being called to all of it. You may recognize bad habits in many of the suggestions. You might say, oh, I do that. I should give that up too. But God is calling you to work on one thing in this season. He's asking you to give up one thing that will help you to focus on him and draw closer to him. I know that I'm, I'm guilty. I Many years I have chosen too many things to give up or quit during Lent. And then I get overwhelmed or I get overwhelmed and then I quit or I don't do any of them well because I'm focused on so many things that I can't do any of them well. This year, instead, I want us all to just really choose one thing in the area of fasting, almsgiving, and prayer in each one and focus and do those things very well and just commit to doing those things well. All right, almsgiving. Almsgiving is giving to those around us in some way. This help us, helps us to make reparation to those that we've hurt, even if the person who benefits directly may not have been the person that we sinned against. When we build up the body of Christ, the entire body of Christ benefits. Besides, helping others brings us closer to the Lord. He calls us to be his hands and feet. And when we live that mission out, we can feel the fulfillment of our purpose. On your worksheet for this week, there's also a place to declare what you are going to do for almsgiving, okay? There, so think about ways you can love on the people in your life this season. Does that mean donating more? Donating more money to your favorite charities? Does it mean making a meal for that mom who just had a new baby? Does it mean going and saying a rosary with that elderly woman at church that you know just wants some company? Whatever it might mean, declare how you're gonna do it and how you're gonna live out almsgiving in this season. The final of the three Lenten pillars is prayer. And prayer is the one that deepens our relationship with the Lord. Think about when you and your husband are in a busy season and you take a little, and you talk a little bit, but you don't talk a whole lot. You rush around and you connect on more of a superficial level. And he finally tells you that you need a date night. And you go on this incredible date night and you talk and you laugh and you hold hands and you catch up you decide, wow, this really needs to happen more regularly. It was just so good for your soul. Then you actually make it happen. Lent is kind of like this date night. 
The Lord is inviting us in for this intimate conversation, this intimate time with us. He's asking us to lean on him, to come close to him and to know him better and show ourselves to him. And this is what happens through our prayer. Just like a date night, this time usually does need to be planned and prepared for. Maybe you would need a sitter for date night. Well, maybe you need to get up 20 minutes early while the kids are still sleeping so that you can pray uninterrupted. Maybe you need to leave your phone in the car during the date night so you won't get distracted. Well, maybe you need to leave your phone in the other room while you're praying so you don't get distracted. You will see on your worksheet that there's also a spot for you to decide when you're going to pray. If you're just starting, I would recommend attaching a prayer to something you're always doing. This makes it easier to get started. Maybe you listen to the rosary while you're doing the dishes, or you say an Angelus at lunchtime. Listen to Bible in the year during the during your commute. Read the daily readings when you very first wake up. Okay, so make sure you fill that part out on your worksheet as well. Okay, and then finally, we're going to manage our mind around Lent. Okay, Lent can feel very daunting sometimes. It can seem overwhelming. Our brain reminds us of the difficult Lents that we've had before. The ones that almost broke us and the ones where we gave up. And the ones where we just never even started. This year is different though, because we have the tools to manage our minds and we can do hard things. We can accomplish God's will with his guiding hand. We know our thoughts give us our results. So we're going to look at our mind drama this week and arm ourselves with the thoughts we need for a fruitful Lent. First, we're not gonna abstain from loving ourselves. Just because it's a season of penance does not mean we're going to neglect ourselves or to speak to ourselves in a bullying way. We're going to show ourselves love and charity. Yes, there were saints that were called to extreme mortifications. I'd ask yourself, are you being called to that? Maybe, but more likely, no. More likely, you're not being called to that. Be the saint that God called you to be. A saint who can fast and pray and give alms from a place of love and care of God and self and others. Remind yourself, you can do hard things. You have done hard things before and you will again. And God has given you exactly what you need to have a fruitful Lent this year. And he will not let you down. God never leaves you and his grace is sufficient to get you through this Lent. The next thought to keep in mind is that as a culture, we really strive for success. We aim high and we look for perfection. We can do this to a point of making perfection an idol. What if we went at Lent with the approach this year's sacrifice isn't about it being successful, but about it being fruitful. If we decide to fast from coffee, let's say, and then we have an almost sleepless night with a busy day and we give in and drink the coffee. Instead of saying, I ruined it for this year, it's all over, maybe next year, we can look back with love and compassion and evaluate. Oh, honey, of course you drank the coffee, you were exhausted. Let's see what led to that exhaustion and let's make some schedule adjustments so you don't feel so backed into a corner tomorrow. Or asking yourself before Lent, what are gonna be some of the stumbling blocks to giving this up? And how can I overcome those? Sticking with the coffee example, what else could I do on tired days besides drink coffee? I could drink something else with caffeine or drink more water or some natural energizing drink you could that I could stock up on. You could also lighten your schedule, prioritize sleep, and so on. 
Then we get back to work. Think about an eight-year-old child. Let's say you told them that you only wanted them to read for 30 minutes after you tuck them in. They've been obedient about it for about two weeks. Then you come up and they've been reading an hour one night. And they're so sorry. They lost track of time or the book was just too good to put down. And you might talk to them about it. There might be a consequence, but they'll start doing better again right away. You're not going to let them give up. You're going to forgive them and you're going to help them. And this is the same with God. When you decide I'm giving this up, but then don't do it perfectly, he doesn't stop loving you. He will still forgive you. He will still help you to keep going. We can crawl into his lap, as St. Therese taught us. Rest in him as a child who knows how loved we are. Ask for forgiveness and ask for help starting again. This is a huge consolation for us. And when we can get over our pride and our idol of perfection, we can recognize that maybe our sacrifice wasn't 100% successful, or maybe it was, but what really matters wasn't the success. It was the fruit that came from it. So keep in your mind that the purpose of your sacrifice is not to be successful or to be perfect. It's to be fruitful in the ways the Lord wants you to be. Now we are deep diving into this kind of thought work in Beckoned for Lent. We're going to have several program options to grow closer to the Lord in the Lenten season. And if you'd like to join us, you can click the link in the show notes because we would be so happy to have you with us. Make sure to check out that, that Lent worksheet and let's end with a prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, in your wisdom, you have given us this season of Lent. We know that we have sinned and we long to use this season to make reparation to you through prayer reparation to our neighbor through almsgiving, and rightly order our hearts through fasting. We ask that you clearly call us in this season to make the sacrifices you are calling us to make. Walk closely with us in this season so we may not stray from doing your will. And if we do stray, please call us back. Let all we do in our lives give you glory. Please bless all the women of Behold. Remind them of how deeply you love each of them. Help this to be a fruitful season for us all and help us to always live our lives worthy of the call we have received. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I am Christy Horsch. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode has touched you, please um, rate and review and share with a friend. And I am praying for a very fruitful Lent for you all. God bless. <laughs>